Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. What never ceases to amaze me is how someone will point out a story and go check out this bizarre story. But if you Google the key words from the story, you'll discover, oh, something like this has happened before. <laughs> Quite often, it doesn't even require Google because when John sent me a note about this story, my first thought was, oh, that reminds me of that really, really bad judge from Michigan and what she did. So we'll talk about that, but... Oklahoma murder conviction reversed due to sexual relationship between the judge and the prosecutor. The judge and the prosecutor were um, meeting in chambers, if you know what I mean. And uh, it turns out that uh, that's a problem, especially if people aren't aware that that's happening. So uh, this is from the Associated Press, but I got more information regarding another case from somebody else we'll get there. An Oklahoma appeals court threw out a first-degree murder conviction because of a sexual relationship between the judge and a prosecutor in the case. Now, the decision was only three to two, meaning that one vote could have changed this and said, no, nah, it's perfectly okay. But uh, three two, they did decide to overturn the conviction. The Oklahoma Court of Criminal Appeals ordered a new trial for the defendant who was sentenced to life in prison after being convicted of first-degree murder back in 2021. His attorneys later appealed after new evidence emerged of an undisclosed adult relationship between the trial court judge and one of the prosecutors in the case. The majority opinion found that the undisclosed relationship violated the man's due process rights. Um, The judge did resign back in 2021 after three female attorneys came forward with allegations of misconduct against him. And the interesting thing is, I don't believe that the prosecutor is among those three female attorneys. So you've got one relationship that they appear to believe is quite real, and three other people coming forward saying, well, he's also had problems with how he deals with us. So the judge was never charged and has described the involvement with two of the women as consensual. So it's unclear if he's addressing what happened between him and the prosecutor, uh, because, of course, whether that's consensual or not is irrelevant. Uh, But apparently there was an evidentiary hearing in November of 2021 where he was forced to testify about what he'd been doing. Uh, And remember, he resigned in March of 2021. And that is a common thing with judges who get in trouble. There's uh, often a body that oversees judges in Michigan. It's the Judicial Tenure Commission. But they only have authority to oversee judges. So if you're a judge and you get caught doing something really bad, you resign. And now the Judicial Tenure Commission has got no authority over you. It's it's one of the dumbest things ever, but that's how it works. He said, my rulings were fair and supported by the evidence and facts presented by the attorneys. And that's what he testified to. And of course, that's not the point. I've talked about this before. Judges have to act really, really well. They They have to behave properly. And the standard to which they must hold themselves is not just they must avoid impropriety, they must avoid the appearance of impropriety. So if you're a defendant in a case and you're on trial literally for your life or life sentence, they don't have death penalty there, and you discover later that the judge and the prosecutor spend time together in bed with their clothing off, that would make you think there's the possibility that something bad's going on. 
at least with respect to what kind of deal you were getting from the court with respect to the court supposedly treating everybody before the bench equally. And yet the advocate for the other side uh, is playing adult games with them behind closed doors. No, that's, that's beyond the appearance of impropriety. The judge ruled over a number of high-profile criminal trials, including that of ex-Oklahoma City police officer Daniel Holtzclaw, who Henderson sentenced to life in prison in 2016 uh, after being convicted of committing crimes while on his beat in Oklahoma City. So the big case here got overturned. And I know a lot of people say, well, Steve, you know something? They gave the guy a new trial, so no harm to follow. Well, no, look at the wasted time of everybody, the jurors, the, the parties, uh, and now we got to do it all over again. It's just a total waste of time, total waste of time and money and resources. So it's, it's unfortunate, but it also gives the judiciary a bad name. It's a bad look for the judiciary. And so every time there's a bad judge or a bad cop or a bad teacher or a bad lawyer or whatever it is, fill in the blank. When there's a bad one, it kind of makes them all look bad. And so, you know, the guy resigned. He's off the bench now. But you still look at it and go, wow, that's crazy. It's crazy. But it, of course, reminds us of what happened here in Michigan. And I believe at one point in time I referred to this woman here as the worst judge of all time. And I'm just saying that because um, I had been in front of her. And so I'm going to tell you that there are bad judges out there. I've not been in front of every judge who ever lived. But of all the judges I was in front of, this judge, hands down, top of the heap, worst judge ever. She did not have the proper temperament to be a judge. She should not have been a judge. She probably shouldn't have been an attorney. But um, she was the one who oversaw a murder trial in Michigan, and because of the hanky-panky that she was uh, participating in with the trooper who was the lead on the case, uh, that conviction also got overturned, again, an utter waste of resources. And since that happened, other things transpired where she wound up, I believe, also resigning, and then she was put on trial for things she had done, and she went to jail. So when a judge goes to jail, you know that mistakes were made, uh, and by mistakes... I'm being generous. So this story here is from WHMI.com, jokingly called Whammy Radio, out of Howell. Howell's a town uh, not far from where this courthouse is. Jury trial date is set in Kowalski double homicide case, and that would be the, the new jury trial. Now, the story I'm looking at here is actually from last year, and I could not find any more new uh, or more recent information on this. But a trial date's been set for a man formerly convicted in a Livingston County double homicide. Uh, The man had been jailed without bond since he was arrested for the murders in Osceola Township back in 2008. 2008, now he is 75 years old. Shiawassee County Circuit Court Judge Matthew Stewart will be presiding over the retrial. So they brought in a judge from a nearby county to try the case because... The previous judge stunk the place up so bad, they thought, you know something, we need to bring in an outside judge on this one. Um, The trial judge earlier granted a request from the man's attorneys that he be released while a new trial date is scheduled because he is now elderly and in ill physical health. 
Records show that the man posted a $50,000 cash bond and was placed on an alcohol and GPS tether. Uh, He was originally convicted in 2013 and sentenced to life in prison. However, that conviction was vacated in 2019 after the revelation that the now ex-judge who presided over the case, Teresa Brennan, was involved in an inappropriate relationship with the lead prosecution witness, a state police detective. And that all came to light in the divorce proceeding that um, Teresa Brennan's ex-husband filed against her. And that's one where everybody who saw that happening from the outside said, oh, dude, (laughs) what took you so long? (laughs) Some poor guy was married to her. I, I mean, I just saw her in a courtroom, and I just saw her for, you know, half hour this day and another half hour that day. There was some poor fool who, who married her and was living with her. <laughs> so the uh, murder defendant's retrial was originally scheduled to begin in January of last year, but was adjourned due to the rising number of COVID cases locally. And then the jury trial was rescheduled several times. Uh, WHMI, Whammy Radio, was informed that the defendant and the defense team look forward to their day in court. But due to conflicts of interest with the Livingston County Prosecutor's Office, the case is being prosecuted also by the Michigan Attorney General's Office. So all kinds of outsiders are being brought in to take care of this one. While out on bond, the man is being permitted to stay at his son's home and attend necessary medical appointments. So that's the one where the judge... And the lead detective were having that adult fun behind closed doors. And yes, if you've done the math on that, she was at that time married to somebody else who later filed for divorce from her. And again, like I said, everyone in the sidelines is cheering for him. (laughs) But we get back to one in Oklahoma, and that's a judge and a prosecutor doing it. And by doing it, I mean doing it. And (laughs) there's no question... This is not a gray area. This, <laughs> this is not something where it's like George Costanza, oh, oh that was wrong? <laughs> like, no, he judge knew this was wrong. Of course he knew it was wrong. But the upshot is that this guy convicted of murder, and by the way, for all we know, he may have done it. But we've got to have another trial now to discover that, don't we? And all that taxpayer money just wasted, just thrown out the window. And it's people who should know better. People who should know better. So it's, it's sad that these things keep happening, but they will continue to keep happening. But the good news is it got brought to light and heads rolled, figuratively speaking. So the guy's no longer on the bench. That helps. That helps. But Oklahoma murder conviction reversed due to sexual relationship between the judge and the prosecutor. John sent that to me. And it reminded us all of our favorite worst judge of all time, and that was, of course, Teresa Brennan out of that court in Livingston County where she was uh, getting friendly with the lead detective on the case. And like I said, I was before her on at least one case, maybe two, but I was in front of her three or four times. And she was horrific in the fact that she had absolutely the wrong temperament to be a judge. Uh, and I, 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 could, I could talk about it at length, but I've already done that in previous videos, so I'm going to stop on that. But there are some people out there, we've all seen this, where somebody's in a job, and you go, that person shouldn't be in that job. And that was what you thought of when you saw Teresa Brennan on the bench in Livingston County.
And I and other attorneys I know actually stopped taking cases out there for fear that we'd wind up in front of her. Because it was just, it was just, you'd have to tell your client, if we were to get in front of her, things become unpredictable. And despite the fact that people think, courts generally are fairly predictable, meaning that if I can look at a case and it's like a case I've had before, having done this for 32 years, I can tell you what your outcome is likely going to be, unless you're in front of a crazy judge. If you're in front of a crazy judge, then all bets are off. Now, I didn't call Teresa Brennan crazy in that sentence, I said, unless you're in front of a crazy judge. But um, crazy things did happen in her courtroom, and judges are responsible for what happens in a courtroom. So can you attribute that craziness to her? Yeah. I'm not necessarily calling her mentally ill in that sense. I'm using crazy in the sense of just outlandish things would happen while she was on the bench, and she was the instigator of them. So there you go. John, thanks for sending it. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. We are all here on earth to help others. What on earth the others are here for? I don't know.